1: So you will hear, more will be given. Then you have what? Abundance. You have bounty. You have many. Now, I want you to take note that Jesus says, more will be given Twice. Twice. In this scripture, Mark 4, 24 to 25. Twice. He said that more will be given. Meaning what? Fruitfulness. Plentifulness. Bounty. Abundance. More will be given. More will be given. So we see it again in verse 25. More will be given. The first one is in verse 24. The one we just read. It says, and to you will hear, more will be given. If you use what he has given you, he will give you what? More. Because you use it. Use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. If you use it, more will be given. So be fruitful means do something. Use something. Be useful. It doesn't mean sit down. It doesn't mean just relax and now something happens. Be fruitful means be engaged. Be fruitful means put your hands on the plow. Get busy. Do something. Be fruitful means be industrious. So it says in that verse, 20, verse 25, this is Mark four twenty-five. For whoever has to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. Wow. For whoever has, to him more will be given. Brother Vasco, how does that make sense? For whoever has, to him more will be given. Why? Why? He already has. Why should more be given to him? He has. Why should you give him more? It's a principle. It's a principle of fruitfulness. It's a principle of, like we say... The rich get what? richer, And the poor get poorer. Why? Many reasons. Probably some people, some economists will write a big book on that. And they will have different perspectives, by the way. <laughs> Even conflicting perspectives. But God has, you know, a word for us here. Why should more be given to those who have? It's those who plant that can expect and harvest. It's those who sow that can expect to reap. is those who play that can expect to win. And I'm not saying play what? The lottery. I'm not talking about lottery now. I'm not encouraging you to play the lottery. Oh, no, you say, if you don't play, you don't win. So go play. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. But it's true. If you don't play, you don't win. Get in the game. If you give, it's those who give. That can expect to receive. It's those who give that can expect to receive. It's those who invest. that can expect a return. It's those who love that know what love is and will be content with love given or received. Let me say that again. It's those who love that know what love is and will be content with love given or received. This you can say, these are or this is a principle of fruitfulness. If you want to have a harvest, if you want to have a harvest, then plant, sow something, do something, then you can expect a harvest, amen. Now, the other day, the Lord turned my eyes to this scripture say, The harvest is plentiful, but what the laborers are few. Why did he say the harvest? Why well, the Lord? They not say, oh, go and plant. Go and sow. They say, harvest. Harvest. Wow. Basically, the Lord is saying, you are not the one starting it. Amen? I already started it. I already started working it. You just go and do what? You just go and pluck it. So don't focus on you making something happen. I've already done the groundwork. I've already done the preparation. I've already done the work. I've done the grassroots work. So, you just go and harvest. Go and pluck it. Amen. And planting is way, 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 way more difficult than harvesting. Amen. If you're going to plant in a good place, if you're going to take care of it all, you know, the growing and all of that, and, you know, make it all come to harvest. That's a lot of work and a long time. The Lord is just saying, go to the end of the show. Go and plot. The harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few. Why? It's a harvest. It's a harvest. There should be a lot of volunteers, a lot of harvesters. they said, wow, I want to be part of that. Even though I wasn't part of the beginning, I would like to be part of that. The Lord is not calling us to plant, so to say. He's not calling us to start the process. He's saying, I've already prepared their heart. I've already laid it on their heart. I've already been talking to them. You just go and pluck them. May the Lord give us understanding. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So again, it's those who sow that can expect to reap. It's those who plan that can expect a harvest. It's those who play that can expect to win. It's those who give that can expect to receive. It's those who invest that can expect a return. Wow. And I want to say to you, investment is way better than employment. Did you hear that? Investment is way better than employment. Jacob got to know that. And the moment he stepped into investment, his life changed. Oh, his employer was envious of him because his life changed. Oh, he became more prosperous. He became more prosperous than his employer, his uncle. If you have an opportunity for investment, please jump into it. Invest. Cast your bread upon the waters. And you will find it after many days. Amen. The reason why many don't get more is because they don't want to let go of what they have. Amen. They don't want to release it. Because investing means you release it. Huh? You give it away. It's out of your sight, out of your view. So you don't see it. It's like it disappears. It's like, where is it? And you can't you can't access it. You can't use it. You just have to wait for the time of return. You have to wait for the time of harvest. And if you are not patient, you begin to dig the ground. For what you planted yesterday. You want to see what's going on. Why aren't you germinating? Why aren't you sprouting? You dig it up again. It's not going to mature. You're not going to have a harvest because you can't wait. You've got to wait. You've got to be patient to have a harvest. And many can't just wait. Many can't just let go of it. If you're going to invest, you've got to have to let go as if to give it away. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. Mark 4, 25. For whoever has to him more will be given. But whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him. That is unfair. Somebody says that is unfair. Whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him. How does that make sense? You will take Away something from somebody who doesn't have. Wow, you, you're going to just make him poorer. That's not fear. Then you see what? There is wisdom. The wisdom of God. Look at it. The whoever does not have. Whoever does not have. Hmm. Even what he has. Does he have something he doesn't have? And you say he has. He doesn't have. Hmm. Whoever does not have. Even what he has. But he's got nothing. The reason is, what he has was given to him. Amen. What he has was given to him. It's not his own. See, there is nothing that you have that you have not, what? Received. That wasn't given to you. So what you have was given to you, it's not that you have it. It's not yours. So he says what? Whoever does not have. Whoever does not have. Meaning they only have what is given to them. It's not theirs. So what they seem to have. Even that will be taken away from them because they have not used what what was given to them. That's why what they don't have will be taken from them because it it is not theirs. It was given to them. Amen. And you can't say, I don't have anything to give. I don't have anything to give. You have a smile to give. That's not expensive. Hmm? Did you hear that? You have a smile. Is it difficult for you to smile? You have a hand. You can help. You can help somebody. Amen. You can help your neighbor clear their backyard or their front yard. Clean their yard. Amen. You can do something. The Lord has given you something. You've got something. Use it. Use what you have. Then you have more. But if you don't use it, you lose it. So that's the same principle here. If you don't use it, it will be taken away from you. So it is the same thing whoever does not have even what he has even what he seems to have will be taken from him because they did not use what was given to them in Matthew 25 14 to 30 this is more clearly pictured in the parable of the talents a nobleman going to a far country calls a servant and gives you know five talents to one and two talents to another, and one talent to another one, according to, to their ability. And he expected them to do what? To trade with what he gave them. And the one that he gave five talents went and traded with it, meaning what? Invested. Invested. Actually, did more than investing you know, by just dumping it somewhere. They actually worked with it. They worked with it. They worked with it. Because the one that received one did not do nothing. What did he do with it? He buried it. And when the the master came, the master said, wow, that's wicked. Why will you waste my resources? You should have just put it in the bank for me. You should have put it in the bank for me. At least if it's just sitting there, it will yield some interest. Meaning that the one that received five and two, they did not just put it in the bank. They actually did something. They worked with what their master gave them. Hallelujah. May the Lord give us wisdom to make wealth, to make abundance, to make fruit, and to have fruit. Plentiful fruit, not just one fruit. May the Lord give you plentiful fruit in the name of Jesus.